Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Darren Baldwin, and I always want to start by saying, Good morning, Vietnam! I'm just kidding. No, we're here at the Spiritual Leader, and we're doing way more spiritual things than you would realize. Uh, we've been sitting here cutting up for a little while. I'm here with uh, my good friend. Are we good friends? We. I think we're just took one step best past the acquaintance mark, so we're not in the good friend we're zone good yet, friends, but we're, yeah. we're going to get there eventually. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get there eventually. Yeah. Roddy is uh, and his wife, Danielle, they are pastors in Fort Walton Beach. They pastor Champion Life. Not to be confused with our last, last podcast guest, Kenneth Estrada, they pastor Kingdom Life, uh, but like you said it. Yeah, if you live in Kingdom Life long enough, you'll end up in Champion Life. So, so, you, Kenneth, so and really- them, <laughs> Kenneth and them are on the way, but they're, they hadn't arrived yet, but so, they're getting there. Yeah. So really, but, so now Kenneth, <laughs> Pastor Kenneth's ministry is the entry level, and then they, when they're ready to go to the champion graduate, they, they fly, they go life. over from Kissimmee down to Fort Walton. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I like that, bro. Hey, hey, you got to... <laughs> no. Oh no, no we just we just joshing, man. We just having fun up yeah. here. But uh, um, I've been looking at a lot of your stuff on Facebook, and I got to tell you, half of your doctrine is off. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. J.K. Man, I'm just kidding. No, I've been seeing you've been doing a lot of um, a lot of outreach, yeah. and uh, you were just telling me a little bit about you know what the Lord's done. A lot of your dreams have been fulfilled with long-term ministry goals and dreams tell us about really it long i was thinking about it even earlier you when said we something were, you said something earlier that some, i said me. something no no it was powerful was, you said how, was, something about waiting long if you knew what well, you yeah, were gonna get talking about you know waiting if you uh, had to go through the hardest things you've ever been through to get the best things you've ever had God, would say that you junk again through? man say it, say it again time, say it you, again say it to the other side of the if room, you bro. had to go through the hardest things that you've ever gone through to get the best things you've ever had I really encourage you to go through the hard places because your blessing is right on the other side. And the, the attitude and the spirit of faith you have in that situation can either speed it up or slow it down. And some people altogether miss the blessing of God, mm. the way they whine and complain in, the ble- in, in those times. But obviously it takes faith and a spirit of faith during that time to see your vision come to pass. We've been in Florida, uh, moved here from Louisiana uh, two, 10 years ago, and we came here casting vision of outreach because really for 20, I got saved in 95, so 21 years, no, 26 years. We've been doing uh, outreach for 26 years, first in Louisiana, then here. And as the Lord called me to pastor, I always told him, you know, I really don't want to pastor. I don't want to look at the same people every week. I don't want to sit there and watch I, the same I hope, people. I hope none of your church people Oh, no, this. they know what I tell them. I'm not looking at you every week. You know, I'm not going to sit here and look at the same I'm people every week. I'm looking beyond those walls back yeah. there, all the people that we're going to reach. And I really don't get it. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, we was talking earlier, too. you got to grow the church, feed the sheep. But you feed the sheep so they can grow up to do the work of the ministry. Man. And hold on and now, hold on. You can't what? just you talk. talk you preach. You preach yeah. like a preacher. You got yeah. a machine gun anointing yeah. up here. Well, say got, that again, man. I can't. Maybe I just need to hear it again. I forget what I said. No, no, no you got to feed the you, sheep. Yes, for feed the sheep for doing the work of the ministry. But you keep them healthy so they can do the work. Pastor's not there to do the work. He's Brother. there to cast the vision. The people are there to do the work. Of hold the on, ministry. hold on. I ain't got a mic, but drop it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that that you you need to write a book about that. I ain't yeah. joking around, dude. Yeah. Do, train the sheep. Why are you training and feeding the sheep so they can do the work? Well, we said it earlier as well. You know, if you just to be a healthy believer, you have to eat right, which we eat right. We hear faith, believers' authority. You know, blood of Jesus. All the word we hear is good food. 
good to eat and feed your spirit on. But if just like in the natural, if you don't eat right and exercise, which to me, what we found out, exercising in the body of Christ means to go out God. and hit the streets. You know, you go running on the street, you, you exercise out of the church, not just working in the sound booth or greeting or ushering. If you want to see a believer get radically fired up, let them lead somebody to My Jesus. God. Let them bring somebody into the kingdom. Let them go out and lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. This is not just for the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry, to me, is there to train up the, equip the saint for the work of the ministry. And the work of the ministry, we know, is to, you know, is, is, is multifaceted. There is work in the church to do. But I don't think it's talking about church work. Back in, when, it, when that was written, it was not talking about, you know, train up people so they can serve in the nursery, you know, train up people so they can grow the kingdom. The whole thing that we've spoken for years is multiplication, overflow, and abundance in every area. And it's, we have a plenty of workers to get the vision mm. brought to pass. Now, I know there's some churches just have teaching visions, but I don't think that you can be a body of Christ, which Jesus said that we, you know, we have the mind of Christ. Yeah. And if you got the mind of Christ, Bible says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. We know what was on his mind when he came, he said, was reaching the lost. You know, it was going into the world. He'd weeped over, you know, seeing the lost. And he said, man, I'm just for the lost sheep of Israel. He looked and he said, man, somebody's got to go to him. You know, it's like, who's going to go? You know, I've, I've come to seek and save that which was lost. Glory the, to God. You know, take back what the enemy stole, you know, our God so loved the world. Yeah. The world, you know, not just Mm. the church. And, you know, we love the church. Church is, you know, church, the church is God's plan to get the job done. But what you're saying is not, not what people have made church, but the church has to catch the vision of what the church has to have the vision that God has. You can't have your own vision. You got to have the vision that God gave the church, and it's written. You don't get to make up a new vision. It is already written. You don't get to come up with your vision and say, well, you know, God's given me this. There's no vision to me apart from reaching, going into the world. Now, I know there's different ways to do that. People will say you can just, to me, I I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's a cop-out to say I go into the world just through Facebook or just through a camera. Mm. I use my social media to touch the world. No, we got to get our feet He'll bless every place the sole of your foot shall tread. He'll bless everything you touch with your hand, too. So going into the world, there's nothing like going and finding a person out there busted, disgusted, hung, uh, you know, drunk, strung out, and they watch them change right on the streets, you know. It's really cool to me. I mean, I'm an evangelist really stuck in a pastor's job. And, uh, and, and <laughs> I'm we an evangelist had, stuck in a pastor's body. I really am in a pastor's body, but I'm really an evangelist at heart and like, came out of that. I want to ask you something about that. Were you going to finish that? No, I'm I'm going to cut you off. I I operated in the gift of interruption. It's the 10th gift of the spirit. (laughs) That's good. I felt it. I'm I'm glad you just said that, bro, because I've been writing little notes here and there over the last year or two. Where is the evangelist? I just don't see him. You're talking about it. Church members are getting fed and fed and fed and fed and fed. Like I was saying this morning in a meeting, like, how many sermons on faith do you have to hear before you actually activate your faith? I mean, well, come on, man. We don't need another sermon. You yeah. need to activate the last 20,000 you heard. But yeah. where is the evangelist in the local church ministry right now? I don't know. Actually, I was, uh, like I said, in Louisiana is where I started. And I was, I came from drinking a case of beer every day to losing $70,000 in riverboats in Louisiana to just finding out how good God was and wanted to go tell everybody. Oh, just, I'm going to say. The riverboat's a casino, right? Casino, yeah. yeah riverboat gambling. You did pretty gambling. good. Riverboat grand. gambling, good you know. But um, but to say they sunk your boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, they let you win first, uh, or you're just not. Uh, they don't they get they you addicted, you, you know. 
okay. won plenty, but you always go back and lose it back. It's beside the point. It's the donation capital of Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go over and donate to the Isle of Capri and the Horseshoe <laughs> Casino. But uh, <laughs> but that's old school, amen. We don't do that anymore. Now we give, give. Like that's another reason too. You know, I mean, you look at finances. I mean, if we're gonna, we talked about it earlier in the in the other podcast. But finances is needed. It's a tool to reach people with the gospel, whether it's TV cameras, lights. Trucks, semi trucks, semi trailers, trailers, inflatable business. We just bought all of those, but it's not for us to make money. It's us to reach people, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think when you ask about the evangelist, you know, I think the evangelist is going to be raised up. I think a lot of time, I even heard evangelist people would even label themselves evangelists that were more like itinerant itinerant ministers. Yeah like traveling teachers. I'm an evangelist and I travel and speak in churches. Now you need to ask an evangelist how many people they've won to Jesus this year. Because Bro, you need to you need to tell the truth on this one because you you're right. You're right. People to Jesus. I don't really see how you qualify as an evangelist because that's what the biblical definition is. And we need that in this season more than ever. The world mm. needs to see people believe enough. See, even recently the church got excited about going back to church. I'm like, man, that's just that's bad because if the church is just excited about coming back to church, it might mean that we don't realize anyway. Now, I agree we're the church. We're the body of Christ. We need to be in church. But back in, you know, corona, you know, big height of coronavirus, everybody's like, we need to get back to church. And it's like everybody gets excited about going back just to hear a sermon and just hear it, take notes on it, amen it, shout about it. But then it's not for anything about going home, the streets, the world. What am I not, we did. We do as much and more outreach now. We've ne- we, you know, you. I believe this that this world right now is in a season of ripe picking. You Glory know, it's like Glory harvest time. Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Mm. He didn't say nothing about church members. He said the laborers for the harvest are going to be few. You're not going to find a whole bunch of people that are. Uh, excited about going outside the doors until they go. Once you get people out there, it's going to be radical. It's like, a, it's like you got to walk by. You got to walk by faith with that, yeah. right? You got to walk by faith. Where we can receive faith for healing, but you got to have faith to step out and be an evangelist. Do radical, the work of an evangelist. Radical revival to me is you know it's, it's not even something that can happen in the church. Revival means to revive means to give life to the dead. Wow. You know, if you're having a revival in your church, it means your church was dead. Wow. You know, so to me. Ugh. <laughs> We're in revival where your church must have been dead because life comes to the So I, I believe there's an awakening for the church, but a revival for the streets. Wow, and man, that's, that's my, good stuff that's right there. Just an awakening for the church, a revival f- for, for the streets. A vi- revival has to pour out into the streets, out of the church. Let because, me ask you. Sorry to cut you off. No, what, you got what that you, gift. No. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> what do you do when you go out in the streets? What do you do? Man, we actually go out. What we call is our, uh, I say fishing meetings. You know, we go fishing for people. And I like to throw that in there because when you go fishing, you don't go fishing without bait, mm-hmm. you know. And what we do is we'll get tablets, bicycles. We go out. We have inflatables that we take out. What we, we like to say, like, we blow in, blow up, and blow out. You know? <laughs> blow up, literally. And we blow up the inflatables. We got, we awesome, got six actually. to eight inflatables. We got... We last one we did we gave away 100 bicycles. Good lord! It's an investment. It took us. Uh, I think we had we had minister come in uh, that did our uh, our wrapping uh, ministry. Uh, we probably put ten thousand into the the uh, the outreach that we did. But 
we saw probably we guessed right around a hundred salvations, seventy-five to a hundred salvations, and. Uh, Bible says, what would it profit a man if he gained it's the whole world? $100 a person. $100 a, a salvation, a, a mansion person. in heaven. Well, here's the deal. What, Jesus said, what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and he forfeited his soul? You think about that statement. What would it profit a man if he gained the whole world? What's the whole world? All the gold, all the silver, all of the diamonds, all of the mining, all of every bit of the world's riches, and he lost his soul, one soul. So in my mind, Jesus is saying right there, one salvation is just as valuable as all the riches in the whole world. You think about that, it's like, how much would I, man, pastors, I've seen them shy away. They say, well, we don't have the money to do outreach. I'd rather do outreach than I had pay for something else that's, aesthetically pleasing. Sure, sure, sure. If you're going to go out and reach We're bad about that. The church is bad. We put money in all of our... The stuff. And that stuff, this stuff's all going to update in five years. You're going to be spending the money again. You're actually doing it to go out there and get revival, which is raising the dead. And here's my thing, too, is we say revival. I mean, we at our last one that we just had, we had other pastors in the community that we invited in. And I'll say it like this. We're not trying to grow our church. We're trying to grow his kingdom. Amen. So what we would do is, like, if we came to Live Oak, if you know other good pastors. Now, they, we want people preaching the word. We're not sending them to hear a doubt and unbelief, you know. But we want to get with other pastors and ministers and say, hey, if, I don't know how many chairs you have in the sanctuary at your uh, church. 250 maybe. So if we reached 1,000 people at this outreach, you can have 250. You can fill up. But yep. we need some Remember in the in the Bible they called the other partners alongside yep, yep. to help with the catch. That's right. That's right. When is the church going to have to call their partner? Oh past? man! See, we're worried about our church, and we got so much mentality too. Where it's no, it's mine. It's no, everybody's needed in the body, and that's why it's so cool to have everybody in the body. No, they need to come to our kind of church or this kind. No, it's not that. We need to be like Jesus. We need to get people in Christ, not in our church. Wow. So when we get people in Christ, and we just use the partners of Jesus, not us. This church over here probably can feed them. That per, that church yeah. down the road can probably feed them. You know, some church, some towns and areas, well, we all know, don't have good Bible faith teaching churches. But if that's the case, watch that one church explode. You know, mm. so I just think because you do want to. You know, I say, and I'm a little different, but I say every church ought to be making babies. Mm-hmm. What are we doing in church? We make babies. Mm. We come in here, we're making babies, but you grow the babies up. You know, that's the discipleship. That's growing the baby up to get the baby to go back out, mm. you know, into the world to help be a part of the kingdom, you know? So, mm. and, uh, you know, praise God. We're really excited. About, I just, I, and I believe a season for the churches out there too. Yeah. We got to get excited about outreach. Yeah. If you're just excited about your next podcast or yep, your next yep, meeting, yep, yep, even yep. when you're on a podcast yep. or whatever you call these cast, you know, Everybody got a podcast now. You know, I got me a podcast. I've got it going on. Well, get off that podcast and get your butt out in the streets because the streets is where the harvest is going to be at. Yes, we can reach people just through the media, but we got to get out. We got to get these. Man, you want to see a church double, triple, multiply exceedingly, let them do what they did in the Bible. You do what they did in the Bible, you'll get what they got in the Bible. And they were not just having seminars and yep, teachings yep, yep, they yep. were out there touching people that needed touch they were doing what we were doing in here last night having yeah. the holy ghost uh you know yeah, first service prayer. had to be explained you know uh, well, i love that the first church service in the new testament had to be explained yeah oh glory to god these are not roddy i gotta tell you man i am 
I am just deeply touched right now, sincerely. Um, I know we've been cutting up a little bit here earlier, but uh, <laughs> I am that, deeply, too. deeply touched. Uh, I'm feeling that evangelistic thing right now that's obviously on your life, and I don't even have words to say, man. I, I, I'm i going to look up this. Well, I dropped my phone earlier. I did a phone <laughs> drop earlier. Somebody might at have to At the beginning of the podcast. Me, never drop your phone at the beginning of the podcast. You yeah, might need it later. Yeah, now yeah. I need it. But um, anyway, uh, I'm, I've been really asking the Lord about this for the last couple of few years um, about the gift of the evangelist because um, I just haven't seen it. Mm. I haven't seen the gift. I haven't seen... The, the love for souls, you know, like we say souls, which we means, you know, human spirits that need to be born again. But um, I haven't seen that. I've seen even a lot of, thank you guys. I've seen even the, what we'd call like the, some of the denominational branches like Baptists, et cetera, that have been in past years, some of the greatest soul winners, you know, ever, most people that I know either were saved in a Baptist church or something. I, I got saved in First Baptist Church in Louisiana, Linden, Louisiana, you know. It's yeah. just interesting though, because I don't even see a lot of those. The, a lot of the, now, I'm just speaking for my specific area here. I don't even see a lot of those Baptist churches doing a lot of soul winning these days. You know, they have an evangelist come in, and there'll be some guy preaching or teaching for five days. Yeah, and there may be one eight year old that gets born again in the whole week of meetings. Praise God for that eight year old. But I've been asking the Lord really in a in a really serious manner, like where are all the evangelists? Yeah. And we've literally been praying these things out, like asking the Lord. So, brother, I got to tell you, I'm touched just listening to what's coming out of your heart. For it is the evangelist, and you obviously are that. And I'm 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 sorry that you're stuck in a pastor's body as I guess an evangelist. You can work in two. Two uh, gift gifts there. You, you know? can. I do believe well, that you, it's almost like you got a home base for your for your for the evangelistic ministry that God wants. And to that's do. what the Lord showed me. He said, "Go there and and produce a outreach center." Really, is wow. what it is. And wow. it's not a. We we feed the sheep. We have church. We get excited. We feed. You know, we keep our sheep fed fairly well, but we do want them to understand that we don't want you to get comfortable. Don't come in here and get. I need to come over there and hear some of what you're doing, brother. Don't get comfortable in your seat, you know, mm. because or in, even in the nursery or the toddler or the youth, don't think that's enough just to come in and just to do that. I wow. believe Jesus, the Great Commission, is what you talk about. The Baptists, they're good at preaching the Great Commission, but even at the Baptist church that I got saved at, I'd hear the Great Commission preached, and I'd be like, "Okay, let's go do it." But they'd say, "You're dismissed. You're dismissed. You we need to go reach the lost. Reach the lost. Reach. Let's go." I'm like. Let's do it. I'm ready. But we'd never really went out and did it. And if we did, to me, we kind of did it, what I say, wrong. We'd go knock on doors and ask people if they're ready to die. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, well, Sorry, you know what's, <laughs> do you know what's going to happen when you die one day? I'm I imagine like, that you open the door. Yeah. Are you ready to die? They're watching I'm, like, the, I'm about to reach for my little nine yeah, millimeter here. On they're, my watching, they're watching the Saints beat the Cowboys or something like that, you know, and they're sitting there. Are you ready there, to die? Yeah, and go, I mean, they're not thinking about dying. They're thinking about living. So people don't, hey, they hey, get it backwards. <laughs> Jesus came to bring life, not death, you, you know. You just reminded me of something, bro, uh, uh, Baptist Church here that years ago, man, they knocked on the door and they were, they were out soul winning yeah. and, uh, probably 15 years ago. And they said, uh, they knocked on the door and they said, hey, we're from such and such a church. You know, we're out, um, you know, sharing God's love, et cetera. And they said, would, would you mind if we speak with you for a minute? I said, well, I'll be honest with you. I said, I just want to tell you up front, I'm a pastor. They said, oh, really? What church? I told them. And they said, 
Well, they said, we have a newcomer here that we're training. Do you mind if he comes in and practices on you? <laughs> so he came in, he presented the gospel, and I got saved. Got so saved praise again. God. Yeah, I got praise saved God. again. But, uh, Roddy, I want to uh, end this podcast by you just, you know, some people watch these podcasts, some people listen. But I just want you to pray. I believe there's some believers, obviously, that are listening. Uh, I believe there's some probably some pastors and other leaders in ministries um, I just want you to release, you know, just that 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 passion, that zeal for reaching the lost. Because I agree. I mean, you could see, you know, you're going to leave out of here. You're going to see some of the stuff we do, the outreaches and stuff like that, all 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 year around. And yeah. you know, this this online media stuff is part of our outreach. But man, there's even that next step is just that that one on one evangelism, actually doing the work yeah. of the ministry. But I just want you to pray for those that are watching, man. Just release that you know, that whatever you want to call it, that just love for the lost and, you know, just get people moving in faith, you know, to do their part. Yeah. yeah, if you do that. Well, what we always go over when we even do outreach is Isaiah 60, verse 1 through 4, and it talks about, Arise, shine, your light has glory come, to God. and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Thick darkness will be on the earth, and even uh, darkness will cover the earth, and gross darkness will cover the people, but my glory and my, lo- my light has shined upon you. And then it says, you'll lift up your eyes and see round about you all they come and gather together to you. Mm. I mean, we obviously understand that in, you know, word teaching churches that we have to move. And then, the, you know, we get up, he gets up. We go, he goes. We touch it, he touches it. Mm-hmm. When, that's why mm-hmm. we lay hands on the sick. Yep, he does, yep, too. Yep, yep. So when it talks about the glory, I believe the glory is needed right now in the world more than it's needed just in the church. You know, mm. a lot of people talk about a glory cloud or I want to see a cloud in the church. Well, really, you are a cloud of glory. Everywhere you go, you carry the glory. The Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Mm. So when we take it, we don't just take it and gather all of us together. I just want to challenge the pastors. And I will say this. I know Darren led to it. Pastor Darren, when he's talking <laughs> about just then, our vision at our church we want to help pastors that don't really know how to do outreach, want to do it, but don't really have the uh, tools to do it. The Lord's blessed us with the tools. We have the semi-trucks. We have the inflatables. We have the sound system. We have everything right now that we need to go do an outreach for a church in the southeast region. We could go anywhere in the country. But in the southeast region over the next year, two years, we plan to visit cities and go put these on oh all over the place. If you don't, and we, now we're not going to come in and pay for everything. We want to come in and maybe split it, you know. You buy half the bait, we'll buy half the bait. We'll bring, uh, well, I've already talked with minister. He'll come anytime we're going anywhere. Uh, we're gonna, we'll pay for him to come in. We'll bring all of that stuff in, and we want that to be done in any city that you're listening to, probably right now, if you're listening. Well, we got and, some in Australia. You ain't yeah. going over there, are you? Well, we, uh, we can. That semi have a, yeah. motor, a boat motor on it? It'll yeah, float across we'll the- do that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, we really, you know, and I just want to stir you up. If you don't really, you know, to me, though, pastors that are close to Jesus, you can't be close to Jesus and not be close to reaching people. You can't fellowship with King Jesus who came to reach the world and not be excited about outreach. I don't understand that. Not just he wasn't just a teacher. He was on the streets and he was going places. You have to be if you're really fellowshipping with Jesus. There is that on you that 
is evangelistic. You know, he was all the spiritual ministry gifts in one, you mm-hmm. know, and you, he, did, he didn't leave out the evangelist. The evangelist is still there and needed more than ever today. If you really, you know, are serious about wanting to reach your community or do something, we will come. We'll come. We'll do it. We'll put it on the schedule. You can get in touch with, I don't know how you get in touch. They'll with, probably you know, put, they'll put information us some on information up. We'll figure it out. And we'll put it up. But we want to come and do outreaches in whatever city you're in and uh, do that. We want to help, you know, our... You know, you've heard the saying, you know, give somebody a fish or train somebody. How's it go? Give them a fish, feed them for a day. Yeah. Teach them how to fish, fish, feed them for a lifetime. lifetime. Well, our, our, what if you trained all kind of churches on how to do outreach yeah. and not just have an outreach, but you then are doing multiple outreaches. Now you only you don't go in there and reach one little catch. Then that church shows the people, hey, let's go do this again, and we don't yeah. even need them people no yeah, more. Let's powerful. go do it. So our goal is to see it multiplied. Yeah, that's good. So, praise I'm, God. I'm glad you shared that, actually, because that and, could be a potential blessing to a lot of folks there. Yeah. But Praise God. Well, I agree with Roddy, man, and I just I charge. I know he does. We just charge you in the name of Jesus. Let's just do Mark 16. Go. Yeah. Amen. The Lord spoke to me, said, go everywhere, tell everybody. I didn't even need him to tell me that. He already told me in the Bible. Yeah. Go, therefore, in all the world, preach the gospel to who? Every creature. And it's not your job to save people. It's, your just, it's just your, our job to preach the gospel, right? It's our job to preach it. It's the Holy Spirit's job to, to work that word in them and mm. ultimately lead them to wow. salvation. We can't save anybody, but <laughs> Jesus can. But we have to preach. It's the message that releases the power of God for salvation. So, Well, I'll I, say, go I, ahead, go I ahead. don't have the gift of interruption oh, real quick, good, too. But we'll finish on that, too. But when you do what God puts on your heart, regardless if you think, that it's, I'll say this, uh, our, we've done tons of these over the last 20 years. We started them in Louisiana, now we're doing them in Florida. Do not think that if you go out and you only have 100 people show up, people say, what's a successful outreach? One that you did. If God said do it, he didn't tell you how many to go get saved. He didn't tell you how many to go preach to. He'll draw the people. You did a successful outreach if you did what he said do. Not if I grew my church. Not if I put people in the seats. Not if I increased my offerings. I went out. Here's what I found out. The Bible says this, and it really hit me when we got radically blessed recently. He said, you'll reap where you did not sow. Glory to God. Now, when that scripture's in the Bible, and it's in there, you'll reap where you didn't sow. But you're taking care of his business and doing what he said in a field that you did not you can't harvest from, mm. but that field is where he sent you to sow into. Mm. Check this out now, because it's really, really good. People want their church to expand, grow financially, do this, do that, do that. Just get busy doing what God said do, and you don't have to understand it. If yeah. he says go preach the gospel 100 miles down the road, why people say, why, Pastor, why would you go with a semi, you know, maybe 200 miles down the road? Some people can't come to your church. We're not doing this because they can come to our church mm-hmm. or to grow our offerings. God going to take care of your money. Yeah. I mean, I promise you that. Mm. And here's the deal. When you do what he said do and you're busy about his business, he will he get busy about I believe that's how that is meant to be on you'll reap where you did not sow. Glory when you read that scripture, it'll mess your mind up. But I believe is you're sowing, mm. but you're not reaping where you're sowing from. Mm. We think we got to get it all right here. No, God will make sure you're taken care of if you're so doing good. what he said to. Praise the Lord. I'll, I'll say that. that because we've done outreaches where there was 50 people. We've had one with 3,500 showed up. 
they were both radical successes. Mm-hmm. I told our church, don't you get down because there was 50 people out there scarcely. If four got saved and we were sent there to preach to them four, well, you got to get that in your head before you go. It's not a numbers game. Yeah. This is a kingdom thing. Wow. And God wants to reach people. And he might love those four just as much as he loves this one you thought was going to come in and be a radical blessing in your ministry or whatever, going to see a huge harvest here. Mm-hmm. Now, it might be 15 people that got there and got radically blessed. And, and so, you know. It's so all good, a catch. Man. We so gotta good. go though. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, my my heart uh, is just burning right now with that that evangelism uh, attitude. It's just it's what we're here to do. Amen. Amen. Hope you receive that, Pastor Roddy. Thanks for being here with us. Yeah. Um, I can tell you're a preacher. You know, you know what they say: give a preacher a microphone. Just sit. <laughs> you might as well take your seat because it's going to be a while. Yeah. But I can tell you're definitely uh, one up from uh, Pastor Kenneth. You definitely are a champion. <laughs> you're definitely a champion. He's just getting into the kingdom life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joshing people. Well, Kenneth. The kingdom has a lot of streets. It's like a neighborhood. You yeah, know? You live you're on living on Champion Street. Champion He's Boulevard. living on Kingdom yeah. Alley. Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, we love y'all. We're praying for you. Believe in God with you. Amen. Great things are to come and are in store for you who follow the Lord and do what he's called you to do. The best days that we're here on earth. Right, we're living in them now. Good word. Love you, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, we'll see you soon.